0: You are listening to Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War, Team Yankee, Fate of a Nation, NARM and Great World podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming with our tongues firmly in our cheeks, our pants as flat to the ground and our dice, more often than not, failings to shoot and scoot every episode. We invite you to join us on our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at breakthroughassault.co.uk and to shop online at Battlefield Hobbies because I've forgotten what Hammy looks like. If nice, dice your vice, then be sure to check out diceofwar.com.au, our podcast sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. I'm Eddie Fez-Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England. I'm joined by my co-host, Duncan Borg Lover gosling
1: I, I, I always thought Hammy had an air of um, the lead singer from State is quite about him. Not Rick Parfitt, the other one.
2: <laughs> and Lee Agility Dwarf Parnell. The, the dwarf the dwarf throwing game is entirely valid as a strategy.
1: Mm. What throwing dwarves, or I'm not going to rule it out as a
2: possibility. Okay. No, no, never toss a dwarf. At least, not yeah. at least publicly admit to it.
1: Well, that's what I mean.
2: <laughs> Welcome to episode thirty-two, the one where we phone it in again. Lee, what are we <laughs> talking about tonight? I already said that remark. Um, tonight we are doing faces, bases, something, something. We are then going to be doing another edition of you and whose army. We're going to look at D-Day, British. Nice. We're then going to talk about um, D Day SS. And then we're going to do another round of oh, answer your questions in, and officer answers. Whoop,
1: whoop. Here
2: we go. Got Sorry, quite a few here, again. It's a good, good turn. Will White is definitely still alive.
1: So, exactly. Yes. I was going to say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got right. We didn't put a question up last time. Here he is.
1: Yep. Just we remember, everyone, it, yep, wear a face mask. Yes.
2: <laughs> yes, not right your chin. That's not
1: how the human, <laughs> human respiratory system works, More on. Did, did you see those fashion ones in America, where people have been making them out of, like, thin, uh, like chain mail, essentially, oh, cool. and stuff like that, and <laughs> calling them fashion masks?
2: Well, one that's got a hole, so you can put a straw through yeah. it and still drink the drink, yeah, so... Yep, brilliant. Missed the point there.
1: Well
2: <laughs> uh,
0: right, who's been painting what? I've actually done some hobby for once, I can't believe it.
1: Outrageous. You, you can go first, then
0: yeah no i um i managed to smuggle i've perfected the i say smuggle i've perfected the uh airplane security safety um
2: hobby package i was getting checked here and say hello to our assigned echelon officer (laughs) smuggling through airport security but hey
0: yeah yeah i um i double checked the rules and you know you managed
1: to mule it through
0: Oh, through Heathrow, they <laughs> say scissors cannot be over six centimetres from the point of fulcrum. Um, so I've got a small pair of, I bought a cheap pair of side cut- cut- cutters, but really small ones. Um, and then for my my hobby files, it was a case of as long as it's less than six centimetres for a, a straight metal tool, it doesn't count.
1: So, I'm sorry, what? Replay that again? Your hobby files can't be, as long as they're only a six inch straight six. hobby tool.
0: Six centimeters. Any straight edge tool has to be less than six centimeters. Okay, so I bought a, a, a set of cheap files off of um eBay for a couple of quid for like a set of three, and I was expecting it to be hardened tool steel and be really difficult. But as soon as I put my pliers on it and twisted it, it just snapped. <laughs> me <through>. So, ah,
2: <laughs> quality, um, more quality, yeah, and then quality quite... British steel,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put a bit of electrical tape around the bottom of it to make a little handle. I've got, you know, clipper as a file, super glue is a liquid that just goes in the your little baggie. And then, uh, before I know it, I had a hobby set to take with me uh, out to the Middle East. So did,
1: did you get any weird looks? No, oh. it's
0: totally weird. Cause it goes through the scanner and I took, um, I took my local forces company. So there's a big box of 20 stands of infantry and obviously, going through the, the 3D scanner, all you can see are these tiny little fragments of ball bearing sized bits of metal. <laughs> it's
2: it's yeah. a bad day you put in the alarm clock in Marzipan. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's
2: the thing, yeah. You
0: know, Play cool. day.
1: yeah. I got
2: a lot of
0: electronics and cabling for work, so my bag's pretty full anyway. Um, <laughs> the guy, you know, didn't even bat an eyelid, Just, oh, okay.
2: Not paying me, to do this,
0: all right.
1: well, maybe. Maybe he's looking at it going, oh. Local forces player.
0: Yeah, oh, get get those built. Come give me a game.
1: Yeah, I've got a, a black horse company.
0: Yeah, so now I've uh, spent spent a couple of days in my hotel room building uh, a local forces company and my Iraqi mech platoon.
1: Oh, your are Iraqi to Egyptians.
0: Yeah, my Iraqi slash Egyptians.
2: Miscellaneous Arabs.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow okay, I, took,
0: I took the packaging off of that one. Just in case.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's probably for the best giving you
0: <laughs> You don't know who, who hates who at the moment, it gets a bit interesting.
1: <laughs> who hated who the new game show on Channel Four? You,
2: you, uh, Qatar you're in, wasn't it? So yeah, it I mean, Qatar, yeah. Everyone hates Qatar, isn't it? So... So, oh, do they?
0: Yeah, well yeah, it, everyone hates Qatar unfortunately. Um so oh. flying from Qatar to the UAE, you you cannot fly direct. So even in your own airplane, you cannot fly from Qatar to the UAE. So you have to fly to a friendly nation who's friendly to both, which is either Kuwait or Amman. So basically, oh, okay. you, have to fly all the way, you have to fly past the UAE, all the way to Amman, land, get some more fuel, and then then you can fly to Sharjah or, or or Dubai.
1: Oh.
0: Um it's just bizarre, but hey, gave me a good good chance to build some build some infantry out.
1: Yeah, and the uh... are you going to do it again next time? Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's definitely,
0: it, it It did help. I say it helped. It, it, it did help. It helped curtail my retail therapy shopping. Yep. So, yeah, to actually sit there and start building stuff rather than just making army lists and going, oh, I wonder what else I can get.
1: Yeah. In the absence of doing hobby, uh, replacing it with just buying more stuff to throw on the pile.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm hmm. Mm mm-hmm. um, No, we did that little bit of. 40k stuff. Got my little Tyranid Gribblies building those models. Oh
1: yeah. The hover brain. Yep. Yeah,
0: which is good fun.
1: Um
0: Ooh. and then sorting out some storage solutions so I can actually get stuff organized. So I've realized that I need to my my sort of hobby butterfly approach isn't quite working. So I'm gonna break the projects down into smaller things and actually complete a smaller unit rather than trying to do a whole army and get overwhelmed, yep. So we'll see how that goes. That is a valid and legitimate tactic, I think.
2: Yeah, what have you guys been up to? Um, I've been painting some aeronautica because I got the, um, the new st- starter set for the with the old lightnings and Valkyries in,
1: um, especially those, didn't you?
2: Yep, I support. So that's not true. So I I bought a box of lightnings, so a box of Valkyries, and then of well, my friends got into it, said, "Do you want to buy the lightnings and Valkyries off me?" And <laughs> I said yes because you can never have too many small, small tiny airplanes. Yes. And so I got them as well. I blitzed for them. So that's nine lightnings and six Valkyries, all painted up over the course of the last month. Wow. And now <laughs> I'm back on Team Yankee. I'm just just literally as we're talking, I'm painting up the um. DPM on the Milan Group.
1: So oh, is Milan this your multi? No, no, this isn't your multi-purpose Milans, is it? This they, they were your um, what's the S one? The ones where you got the little bases for them. The... No.
2: Oh, that, that was their um, Spartans, yes, Thank Spartan you. with MCT Milan compact turrets.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that one. That was that yeah. was on the tip of my tongue.
2: Yes. Lee, don't ever <laughs> <have a> change <laughs>
1: <laughs> those ones absolutely yep it's just what i was thinking
2: it's not like i start referring to this place <laughs> f number or anything it's not that bad <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, ma- I magnetized them so that they're um it can be a basic spartan or it can have the turret on being an mct and it, or it's got a magnet on the bottom sort of attached to the base with the blowpipe team to become a blowpipe spartan oh that's cool yeah yeah so it'll do, bit of everything yeah because I, I, initially there will be spot there'll be uses for the milan compact turret version but I, I'm going to replace them with Warriors eventually. So I, I always want to use them as um, blowpipe teams when they do that. Oh, cool. Because I've played to Iraqi Hinds far too much to know that. But... <laughs> yeah. unlike, unlike 1991, they're not going to be blown out of the sky by an F 15. So I'm to have to, um, <laughs> yeah.
1: You've to got to factor them in. That. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, there's, hasn't he got like four four of them, or is it more? Is it... He's,
2: got, he's got, well, as far as I you know, he's got four. He might be, playing, he might be playing, play, playing his cars close to his chest there and actually he'd be working more of them on the shutdown. So.
1: Oh, oh, God. Yeah, because they're quite scary, I think, when they're deployed en masse like that.
2: Yeah, see so the so thing is, I remember Nathan using hinds against me and being largely ineffective. <laughs> I, I remember shooting them down with 7.62 fire. Oh, Well, once I, I, I once had a round fire my Gepards at them, and they, <laughs> they, they all missed... Wow! Yeah, out of desperation, I fired I fired the leopards, um, on. the leopards at uh, them. Seven six two AA guns and shot two down.
1: Uh, and at that point, the geppards went home. Yeah, had a sulk. <laughs> exactly.
2: Oh, but um, but I think, like I say, with the change in rules now, so you can't really do that anymore because obviously, um, you have to reroll firepower. Yeah, um, they're, they're and small arms. Tough yeah, and like I say, what I found versus Dylan was that they're um. The blowpipes I had, um, I, I I hit him, but he passed with most of his saves, and then my five plus or well, four plus, my four plus firepower, I just couldn't make it stick. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that four plus firepower comes around and bites you on the bum more often than not. It's weird. Yeah. You'd have thought it'd have been reasonably reliable, but it never it never seems to quite work out like that. And I cursed him all the way home and paid the rapiers. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of this noise.
2: I mean, um, yeah, I really should get around buying the four rapists and get them Desert Storm colours eventually, but that's on the to-do list.
1: Bloody hell! Yeah, that's for your Desert Desert Storm overall force, isn't it? Your your sandy ones. Yeah. So what? Ones.
2: Because there's no one does really Gulf War era Brits that I like, so please don't recommend QRF. Because I only laugh at you. Um, I'm just using my 1983 Brits for the meantime. Obviously, in DPM and European bases to start off with. Yeah. But um, eventually, hopefully, I have a battlefront to get around doing it or um, someone like Keith will get around doing it and I'll um, do some de- actual proper desert brits then. Hmm. Um, just pay up a bunch of tank crews in, in like Desert Storm camo. Right, I've got a technique that works, so I like that.
1: And um, when are your, where are you in your uh, list of... Because you had three hobby projects in you for the rest of the year. Yeah, Nothing. so... Yeah.
2: For, so if you remember, my my list was... Get the 1985 Brits finished. Then it was going to be doing Israelis, um, like a 1960s. Oh, yeah. And then it was going to be a late war US for D-Day. Oh. Okay. So what's happened is obviously this this um, whole Op Granbury Brits has um sort of sneaked in. <laughs> but I'm hoping to get that done by the end of either this month or next month, and then switched either Israelis or late war Americans. So still finished off with three... Three yep. new armies, just not the free
1: armies year I was playing to do at start. <laughs> uh, you know, targets are, uh, you know, adjustable, aren't they? It's,
2: flexibil- it's positive flexibility. You know, exactly. I, I've, I've accomplished three goals, just not the three goals I wish set out to do.
1: No. And as long as you're making progress, I don't think that's a bad thing. Exactly.
2: I haven't
1: thought. Yeah, exactly. It's a British rail
2: mentality, we're getting there. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: yeah. Where there is, we're not sure. And when we're getting there, who knows? Yeah, yeah. So what you've been doing, Duncan. Painting wise, um, I've had a little break um, just to get uh, some bits and pieces sorted. So I, I built some stuff rather than painting it. But I'm just at the moment finishing off these 57mm anti-tank guns from my US, just to round out that um, the Indian head force. Yep. Nice. Um, I've. What else have I done? I've put together um, yes, yeah, some blood bowl. I threw, threw that together, so that's all built. And I've put together some. Uh, 28 mil Afghan warriors for the sort of Victorian eight late period, sort of 1890s, something like that. Okay. Um, one of the guys wants to use the rules called, um, the man who would be King.
0: Yes. I've heard, I've seen good things about that. The Guilford club.
1: Okay. I, I know nothing about them. He just, um, it, this is what happens to me. This is the same way that Luke got me into team Yankee is that he just, <laughs> this, this parcel just arrived at my house with three boxes of them in. And then he said, do you, do you fancy doing these um, and, uh, you know, you can keep them type thing. Just, you know, I, I want first refusal if, if you ever sell them. I was like, all right. I was like, I don't know what the rules are, but shouldn't these have leaders? And then uh, another little parcel arrived two days later with some Perry <laughs> figures.
2: <laughs>
1: and then I went, oh, I don't know what base sizes these are on. And then a little parcel of MDF bases magically appeared. And then, <laughs> and then the rule book magically appeared. So I, I think, uh, yeah, I think Rickett at Crawley's, um he, he's invested. I'm trying um, to make this happen like, been,
2: a good, <laughs> like a good hobby champion, he's actually. He's actually, I'm um, buying players in, well, <laughs> well, you say, uh, yeah. Say hobby champion, but but I, I did
0: a, a child protection awareness thing for my uh, I, today, I don't like where being, this is going. There's like being groomed, Duncan. Well, possibly <laughs> gr- groomed into new wargaming
1: periods, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I was like, you okay, a,
2: just you were touched,
1: exactly. Well, I did look at them and go, actually, they actually say, because they're war games, I think they're war games Atlantic figures. And they, they do actually say on their website that basically they do any period from sort of the mid 1700s right through to the present day. I was like, oh, okay.
2: That's, cause, right. that's because when you look at when you look at sort of the Afghans, they don't really change much apart from the weapon they're shooting at you.
1: Yeah, that, that, I think that's exactly it. Um,
2: and they have mobile phones these days.
1: <laughs> yeah, they've got better comms. Um, But I think he's also, because he's got, Rick's got a huge, um, I say huge, I think it's pretty big, the um, sort of colonial pith-helmeted British force type, you know, for doing Zulus and that kind of stuff. So I think he's just looking for another out. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm looking at that. And I'm probably going to go back to my Dutch in a bit, actually, I think, to try and finish some more bits off on that. Um, I bought some MiGs uh, for the Fate of a Nation stuff. Cool. So we've now got some more MiG support. Um, I didn't realise how, just how cheap they were, but, um, yeah, they're super cheap. I can't imagine they're that yeah. good. But, super uh, rubbish. They
2: weren't last time we yeah. tried. To...
1: No, I do remember they got shut down with some Jeeps, didn't they?
2: Yes. Uh, yeah. Jeeps with 50 cows.
1: yes. Yeah. That's the problem, isn't it? The Israeli army uh, has got, everything's got 50 cal on it pretty much. So you're going to have to run the uh, storm, of, storm of Steel if you're going for an attack run. But, you know, they're pretty cheap. Uh, yeah. So that's, it's been little bits and pieces, but um, I, I've, yeah, I've had a little break because uh, as we'll go on to later, the SS books dropped, and um, I, I'm, I'm kind of waiting for progression, I think. I mm-hmm. think, um, yeah, I like Eddie's idea about storage, that's quite a grown up thing. I think I'm gonna have to look into some of that as well. To
0: get it old mate,
1: yeah. well, it just makes sense, you know, oh. spend, all, spend all this time painting this stuff, might as well make sure it arrives in one piece when we go somewhere no?
2: i got two glass cabinets in my office and they they got like four shelves each i'm trying to price up getting some new glass shelves and the bits to fit in to like triple the capacity
1: are they the um ikea ones
2: Ah, the like infamous
1: that, yeah. ikea ones yeah because there's a does an expansion kit for them so you can just jam more shelves in yeah so it doubles the shelf space
2: there's enough holes. It's just like I said. I just need the little dowels and more shelves, basically. I just need to measure them up and get some glass shelves in
1: order. Gotcha. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm. I, I don't have that luxury. Everything in mine's packed away at the moment, so um, I don't. I can't stare at pretty things I've painted. But um.
0: You've got the really useful boxes solution.
1: Yeah, really useful boxes stack well. Um, <laughs> and for I've got some. Um, I Actually, got some tabletop tyrant stuff recently, and I was really. Cool. Imp- Really impressed by it actually. Um, so it's like uh, it's quite a sturdy foam that it's like cardboard boxes, so it's a bit like the um, uh-huh.
0: yeah,
1: uh, case KL multi case. That was what I was thinking. Of. Yeah. It's a bit like that, but the, the foam is much stiffer and it comes pre cut, completely pre cut. So all you have to do is pop it out. It's not, it's not this pluck and po- uh, pluck and pick shit. Right. Um, it's actually, you know, I've, I've had sorry, I've had bad experience with that before where I've, I've just ruined the entire trays trying to gently lever stuff out yeah. in the right shape. I don't I don't think it works massively well. But um yeah, I was quite impressed with that. It wasn't it wasn't super cheap, but it certainly wasn't um anywhere near as expensive as like, you know, custom cut foam or anything like that. So Okay. Definitely have a look at that. I I don't know if they do I don't know actually if they do the um battlefront size basing so I think you might have to look at the different options they got. I can't remember now. I'd have to look at the website, but yeah, there was, was a, close, yeah. Yeah, there was a company that used to do cut trays for really boxes, and I can't remember who they are.
0: They were yeah, they were at they were at Warfare last year, but they
1: were. They would they did Reading as well, and I can't think of who they are, but that, that always intrigued me because you can get um you know, it almost doubles the capacity of a box.
0: Yeah. They weren't totally they weren't that
1: cheap though, were they? I don't remember. In all I I honesty, th- I, f- I think
0: there was a reason I didn't go for them because I was like, "Oh, actually, well, you know, the, the box is five pounds. Once you add the foam, you're getting to like fifteen, twenty quid. And at that point, you're yeah. just kind of going, oh, I
1: can get a KR probably case for mm-hmm. yeah, not much more. Yeah, the only thing I find difficult about the KR stuff is um, this, this weird tangent. Sorry, um, is that the website actually building the, the case of the foam you want? It's not always that straightforward. Yeah. I always find it better to just buy it in person because they're so knowledgeable. I walked up to them before and said, I've got uh, an American company um, for Flames of War. What case do I need? And the guy went, This one with this phone.
2: Yeah, Kaiser's a good guy. He's good fun. I went, yeah. Thank you. They're always at all the major shows. They're pretty easy to find lot of time. Like, oh, yeah. Salute, always at Salute. That's my usually go to when I go.
1: Yeah, and it's a good product. I mean, I've got ones that go back a long time. It's You know, that you think, Oh, cardboard can't be that good. It's really sturdy, actually.
0: Yes, the best, yes. the best thing I ever got from KR? Uh,
1: I dread, I don't know, I'm not sure I like where this is going.
0: Oh, um, was it? Yeah, it's the KR multi-case, or, or KR um, gaming accessory box. And it's, it's big enough that it fits a Flames of War artillery template, plus a measuring tool, plus whatever cards I'm using inside it. And then it just means that you can pop it open and actually roll your dice in a thing. That means they're not throwing dice all over the board.
1: But it's not a tower of power, Eddie. No, you put the tower of power in that. Does it fit? Yeah. Bloody hell. That's how I normally do it. Powerful. That is is some strong work. (laughs) Dark magic. Yeah.
0: The dark magic is when you put a dice into your dice tower and nothing comes out. (laughs) about three
1: times <laughs> just oh that
0: portals just <laughs> <perfectly> <laughs> on one of the... he's absorbed into the ether
1: that's because adam sent it over
0: comes out dunkelgal yeah exactly <laughs> or grey Hands are grey
1: Hands are grey yep
2: <laughs>
1: he's um did i tell you he's actually posted that stuff sorry slight tangent
2: Ah, oh, cool so i have some more wallets and oh Uzi yeah guys.
1: yeah they're coming coming from australia uh, whatever rate they're currently coming from Australia.
0: Just digging a tunnel th- straight through the middle of the house.
1: Yeah, I think it, that might be the quickest route now. <laughs> yeah.
2: Cool. Cool. What is I hope next? Progress
1: being made. Uh,
2: I guess we could um, talk about the SS book.
0: Okay. <laughs> so we've got the SS. The what is it? The DJ Wofford SS book okay. uh, is 88 pages, cover to cover. Yes. Um, it has nice BN of nine seven eight one nine eight eight five five eight two o two product codes. Two o two, you say? Yeah, FW two sixty five, and uh, it covers some SS for Normandy. Moving on, then. Um...
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as you can tell, we've probably got a few little niggles with it. And well, be fair, it's not really...
1: There's no niggles with it.
2: No, it's just like... It's just... what? what why Why is this its own book?
1: It's, his it's book, a it's book too step. far.
0: It's not a bad step, child, but you just don't know quite, you know...
1: You think it's got ginger leanings, that's...
0: Yeah, if you didn't have the other, if you didn't have your own beautiful, you know, D-Day German child, you, you yeah. can see why you have it.
1: Well, I think I think that's the biggest thing. Is the, yeah, I just it's, it's big, not really dramatically different at all.
2: You can kind of say what if you have this whole card thing? Why are these just not a pack of <laughs> you No, know, pack of cards, and it's like yeah. this. There's nothing really different about the organisational charts apart from the fact you can now have Stug platoons in, in various places.
1: Yeah, that's that's true. You can mix them into the Panzer yeah. companies, can't you? Yeah. And mm-hmm.
2: the pa- I think the Panthers as well. No, it's just Panthers. Um and like you say, it's that's cool. I mean that's like, it represents Tenth Tenth SS. They 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 had a mix of Panzer Fours and pan, and um Stugs. Yep. Um The Tiger list Continues the fact that tigers being a real point placing the points because now for an extra point just making it even more awesome, which kind <laughs> yeah. offsets to making the t- the panther cheaper because the tiger is still the choice. <laughs> <to do. laughs>
1: um, I, I, yeah, I think it, the panthers are at least more of a consideration than in the here book. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, they're still not not a tiger.
2: Yeah, that, that's um, nice. But other than that, I mean, the infantry, obviously, they have different stats, but the organization is still, you know, you could just, just easily done that like a Greyhound-style card and say, right, now they're, all, now they're all fearless and aggressive, and if the CO's nearby, you get to re-roll their, um... Yeah, I'm still, just, you know.
1: I have to say, I'm still not overly sure on that, that universal rule for rebuilding, just having them all as, um, like, you know, essentially hit on threes and... I get it for some, like certainly for um, 12th SS, mm-hmm. that that makes sense because they were they were you know um, super aggressive and and they did take horrific casualties because they were aggressive um, and they had a, a cadre of officers from Sandata. Yeah. So I get that, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I don't know, Just, I know I they think, were rebuilding, but they they were.
2: I think we, um, that's the command cars come in, which at least do sort of redeem the book slightly because um, you got cards for like um, the likes of 9th SS which basically turned the fearless veterans people remember from version 3 because they were fully rebuilt and fully combat hardened at least this point of war before they got their tails and legs and went back to yeah. Holland
1: They got battered, yeah
2: um, And the 10th SS it reflects the fact that they were rebuilding but had lost most of their office in that to be um, forming up new SS units so. They don't get that old hands rule to basically bump up the um, ability of their guys. They're just aggressive, trained, fearless guys. We know very little in the way of a boost. So I think it's kind of neat they put those in there to at least give some of the differences in the SS to um, you know, not make a more a monolithic, fearless veteran. There used to be a case in the old one. Everyone was a fearless veteran apart from Viking, which were a fearless trained, if I remember right. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I think it was Viking. I remember one of them was fearless trained.
0: Uh, I, I, no, not, sorry, Estonian.
2: So what were,
0: the Estonians were fearless trained.
2: Okay, maybe it was them
1: um, when...
0: Or confident trained, even.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I just... Yeah, for, for the sake of completeness...
2: It's fine. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it ticks the box if it's your thing then it's
0: your thing i mean the the good takeaways the there's definitely you know obviously the history about the ss units in normandy is there in terms of different units Mm -hmm. and bits and pieces like that to differentiate them there's a interesting painting guide you don't have colors of war
1: yeah because they use different camo that's that's true that's
0: your oak leaf spring and autumn and your peed up colors
2: no, it's right. the only thing that attracted me to the SS was doing the uniforms, because a...
1: oh, you get a really cool-looking hodgepodge. Um, mm-hmm. when I did, I I had a, a Hitlerjugend force for a while, and and because you do one in a, a spring, one in autumn, one in P dot, and one in normal here on each stand, um, you get this really eclectic-looking, um, yeah. sort of bedraggled force, which you know um, looks really nice on the table. It looks really visually interesting.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, you've got three new missions. I think are they new in, in yeah, the they are. Missions,
2: yeah.
0: into the unknown, um
2: which all are very, you know, different. To be fair, yes, yeah, so I like looking at the missions. I want to give them a try. More missions, no, ever, never, a bad thing.
1: Like people, no. well,
2: that kind of feels like it's in there to make the book feel like, please buy the book.
1: um <laughs> Well, you wrote you wrote an article, didn't you, Lee, about doing doing them all the way through to um, to Arnhem, uh, Arnhem yeah?
2: It's kind of what I say. I can't be too harsh in the book. Cause it, for the sake of completeness, it does tick the box of um, giving us the units that should be, you know, in the low co- in, in France and the Low Countries. I, I agree mm-hmm. with what we were saying the other day. We we're having a discussion about how the title was a NAf title. It should have been like um, SSD um, Norman. Uh, France and Low Countries rather than D-Day because they weren't there on D-Day. Arrived a few days later. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are we, are we perhaps
0: thinking? I don't know. you know, What, what, what were our expectations based upon?
2: Oh, yeah, it, the situation. I mean, what could well, have they done? Differently? It's what I expected. Cause I, I thought they. I I said they got themselves in, large in the corner on this because you, there's nothing really new you can put into it because. Right. There isn't anything really new. Maybe you can squeeze a no. King Tiger in for five hundred and five hundred three. Yeah, one of, them, one of them had King oh, Tigers.
0: Oh, yeah, King Tigers and Jag Panthers would have been something. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's they can. From... I don't think they had the two fifty um, slash seventeen command vehicle either yet for the SS. So you know where they get the twenty centimeter AA turret. Yeah. I don't think that has quite arrived. but I think you're right. They're actually equipment-wise. It's entirely oh, right.
0: Yeah, the, I mean, sorry. The King Tiger was the Panzerlier, wasn't it? It was the
1: yeah. The, the, there was no ss
0: tank platoon had that.
1: Yeah, there's, there was no SS. SS, I don't think they had um, the Koenig's Tiger uh, in Normandy. I could be wrong, <laughs> but I don't think it was. Yeah, I guess one, one of them did. Maybe I, I might be completely
2: complete misremembering it. Um, but but that's, that's the problem. So I actually kind of have to applaud Battlefront for, for not. Going historical and put new stuff in.
1: Yes.
2: But almost by doing that, it's like say, it just means that it's like, okay, so it's just some new lists. Yep. Yay. Um, they got
0: new plastic inventory as well.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, So new new firm plastic stuff, which i had a experience with. You know, it's a massive improvement over the soft stuff. I've heard people say it is an improvement, but still not quite as good as, like, um a proper hard plastic
1: i i don't know i mean i i i think my views on some of the gun crews are well known and yeah, are the gun
2: crews not soft plastic ones are yeah
1: i know but nosy mc nosey nose is yeah he's unfortunately there um i don't know yeah i don't know i don't think there's 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 not too much they could have added in i mean i think yeah
2: so I, it's I don't it... know it's met the expectation, low expectation I had for the book, in that you know it is just a set of it lists without really yeah. much to get too excited about, apart from bear, like say the Battle of Arnhem now, which is, which well, is
1: cool. cool. As I was gonna say, I think I think that um, you hit it on the, the nail on the head with this is just because you can pay, um, you know, you can play these guys now with, uh, with without having to buy the German D-Day book. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. so you, if you if you just want to do the SS forces, you can buy this book. I don't know, I I, yeah, it just doesn't, I don't know. I find it a bit um, uninspiring, but that's because, like you said, I, I wasn't particularly thinking this was going to blow my socks off either. Yeah, it's um, not it's not I am, is it, really, to be fair, either? Uh, I've, I've, I've knocked around with, with some SS lists before. Um, I, I had uh, the Leapstand data for um, Early War okay so um and i I had a 12th ss list uh mainly because
0: just reviewing our our friendship here don't guess no, i'm
1: just saying that (laughs) again i was bought into him because one of my friends decided to do canadians so i looked historically and went (laughs) who fought the canadians uh oh okay oh
2: wow this got this got really really nasty between
1: (laughs) yeah they're not friends anymore now obviously because that's
2: historically accurate yeah yeah exactly
1: but um but no, it's there some um,
2: punches thrown, words were said.
1: Yeah, mistakes were made. A French race um, was
2: burnt down. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was um yeah. I don't know. What, yeah. I don't know what else you could have done. I mean there's not an awful lot. Even in the older books, there wasn't a tremendous difference. You know, the anything they had for the um like I'm just thinking back to Atlantic War, you, you really still only had the individual units that had special rules. I can't remember anything being particularly Different between um, can actually have a look, you know, between the actual divisions themselves, yeah. Like in but terms of formation,
0: it is what it is. It's it's a solid book for you know the standard stuff in SS uniforms of SS ratings, really, isn't it? I mean, yeah.
2: It, it all the stuff I expect to see there, like say Stugs being used as Panzers, the return of like the wheeled armored cars instead of just being all the super cool Pumas. It's all in there. And that's good to see. Um, so if you are massively into the SS war wargaming sense, rather than just into the SS, in which case why listen to this podcast? Um, <laughs> it's yeah, it's fair. It's I can't I, I can't complain about the book too much because it's, it 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 does exactly what it says in the tin. It's like here here were the SS that were in France, pretty much. Well, That's it. In it's our humble opinion, it could have been a card pack, or or made uh, yes. the day Germans book a little bit bigger just had split stats or something. I don't I don't know, but it's just like... Um, I, th- I think,
1: yeah, it could have been a car pack or it could have been just an option. They've done it before, haven't they? Well, where could, you could, you know, split the divisions themselves. I
0: can understand why they've not done the split because it was also one of the hardest things when it, with new German players. Yes. Uh, already That's true. With the old list where you had the two points cost, they'd be like, oh, I'm going to take this one platoon
2: as veterans.
0: And it's like, no, you can't do that.
2: Yeah, he's getting a lot with the Brit books, especially um, uh, like Road to Rome, where he had like that five different flavour of Brits. Yeah. Like, like, like charts of points, especially in the armored car combinations and stuff like that. Mm, yeah.
0: You'd find out that somebody's taken the points for the reluctant guys and actually is using them as fearless and all that kind of thing. Oh,
1: I'll tell you one thing that I did think was missing. I'll tell you one thing, because I thought they had um, the rocket launchers, the armoured rocket launchers, in some of the SS divisions. Uh,
2: yeah, yes, so... in. So the ones that like the ones that twenty first use? Uh,
1: no, 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 the, Lee. Because the, they're, the, they're eight rail.
2: Yes, but they had the same. They had with the, with the smaller Russian style rocket. Yes. So SS had those on the multi air chassis in like Eastern Front.
1: Yeah, but they I, I thought they were heavier. I didn't know well,
2: the... But You're talking Panzerwerfers, aren't you?
1: Uh, the yeah, Panzerwerfer forty two. Yeah. Yes.
2: Where is the Panzer? Well, that gets back to my opinion. Where is the Panzerwerfer? It should appear. It should appear in Ghost Panzers in Mid War and didn't. And it's like, say, it should appear in, D, in D-Day, D-Day Germans because like likes the second Panzer had mm-hmm. it and didn't. I've got a whole. I've got a unit of these guys, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to use, I'm using them as Nebs at the moment, which doesn't feel very sad. <laughs> <laughs> you, try, you triggered him.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I was just thinking that, that that's something that could have been included because it's not an option currently.
2: No, Can I uh, blow my well, mind
0: about Werfers?
1: Well, just, it's just another... It would have been worthing,
0: interesting. The Werfers, right. So the explosive charge on a Nebelwerfer...
1: Mm-hmm. It's a 15 centimeter rocket, isn't
0: it? Right. Well, yeah, but the actual explosive charge is in the back bit of the Nebelwerfer, not the big front bit. Okay. So what's in the big front bit?
2: Ballast. Cool. Oh, I see. Okay, well, got you, yeah.
0: So they actually had a fuse going all the way from the back of the rocket to the front. So they, when they fumes. impacted, they almost were, they were essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. standoff ammunition because they, would, they, they, they wouldn't penetrate and explode. They'd explode above the surface. By a few seconds yeah. By a few, yeah. Well, however, the leg for the rocket, basically. I did not know that. There you go. Yeah, no, never did I. I was watching the um,
2: military history visualised. So was the, ro- the rocket still in the back? Was the rocket like, one of those ones where it's like, around the outside of the big jam? Yeah. yeah, and then the rocket went through the middle. Was well, like, well, some like, tank guy weapons have like the rocket front mounted I and mean, they vent either side? Oh, go. no, no, it still vents from the back. Yeah. It just vented
0: through the middle of the, you know, the actual charge. The charge is the the shaft of the rocket as
1: opposed to being the... Shaft? <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Panzer for Hour here on the... Sheet <laughs> Sheet. <laughs>
0: I just thought it was really interesting because I would assume...
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the big, yeah you're right. I just, I, the I big the bang. Thing.
0: It's the big explodey thing, and it wasn't... Like it is on the,
2: on the, on the Panzerfaust, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a shape. But... Well, the Panzerfaust is hollow. There's
0: it's a, a hollow charge, pan. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, soulless. Yeah. So the front bit is
0: just a covering, an aerodynamic shield. Yeah. Design. Anyway. Yeah, I thought it was... <laughs> I thought I'd derail our conversation by talking about the of. Nebble worthers
2: and how they nibble whilst they worth Never apologize for having a long detailed but largely pointless fact because that's my entire repertoire. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's,
1: really that's what we exist for, isn't it? It's <laughs> is us, yeah. We are yeah. we're here for those um did, did you know
2: this podcast.
1: I think you'll find
0: three middle-aged white guys sit around and talk crap about something yeah. for
2: hours. That's <laughs> a podcast. That's a yeah. podcast. Hey guys, you listen to my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> It's the white equivalent of mixtape. That's it. That's yeah. someone once told me. It's a... <laughs> oh
0: Okay. That was that that was the SS.
1: So Pans are worth aside.
0: a Pan, aside.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to trigger Lee again.
0: Don't, don't stop it. Stop it. Come on, we're making progress. <laughs> um, let's talk about what here. Meanwhile, also I thought you were gonna
1: go it. into Storm Pepper then. Let's talk about
0: no let's let's talk about brits baby let's yep. talk about invading normandy
2: <laughs> let's have all the shermans and all the crocodiles that you can see let's talk about brits i'm sorry did you two pre-plan this or something or did you just do entirely offer <laughs> no it's,
0: <laughs> entirely, it's entirely
1: ad-libbed it's yeah.
0: entirely ad-libbed it's one of my curses i can ad-lib really well but i always forget what i've just said so i can ad-lib the first chorus of a song and then the verse and i get back to the chorus and that's it it's gone
1: so so it's like a half a superpower
0: it is half a superpower yeah <laughs> d-day brit you and whose army duncan
1: my army i still think that's a name change opportunity right there i'd love to have a driving license with you know next door to my mcloving driving license just having a you and whose army
2: yeah first name you yeah. and second name yeah. hugh <laughs> exactly exactly because
1: yeah who's going to stop you Oh yeah, who are you gonna stop who's gonna stop me? You and whose army? Well yeah, he's over there. Yeah, he's over there. <laughs> it's like
2: I, I come I come from a Welsh Finnish Welsh Finnish family. It's exactly. Like you and whose hey. army
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: my Russian I cousin, just, Ivan Hyphen. Um
1: I just think it's a great opportunity.
2: <laughs> so yeah, if you if you're listening and change your name, we'll <laughs> we'll work yeah. out some sort of price. We, we won't do that. My God, don't do that, please. Please don't, 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 don't
1: do that. that. You'll ruin please. your life. <laughs> do so we, you we, you and whose army take this woman?
0: On, on one of our most rambly podcasts today, we decided to do a beginners collecting guide.
1: Well, this is based off last last month, isn't it? Where um, or last time, even when we we spoke about like starting with a, a German force and how to to bring it together, and we thought it was a good idea to actually go through some of these um, sort of thought processes for people who are thinking about getting a, into the hobby or um, you know or changing army. And um, you know, because it's not always it's not always easy. Um, and um, I think the the variety certainly that came we came up with last time was was surprising to me. You know, the, there's a lot of bang for your buck that came out of that. Um, was it the uh, not the D Day box I'm set? Far... Was was it sorry, a... I hit the beach. Hit the, hit beach. the beach. Sorry, yeah.
0: Oh, can I can only tell Because I can see three of them from what I'm seeing.
1: Oh my god, the last three in Europe. Um, That's the chairman. Yeah, we we thought it it was an interesting intellectual exercise. We decided to expand upon it again and and look at the Brits. So, the brief. Yes. E-Day Brits, British Army. 100-point
0: list. Mm -hmm. Yep. With a budget of £150 using Battlefield Hobbies prices.
1: Yep. So, actually, a little bit more than £150 RRP because you get, was it 10%, I think? It's 10% off.
2: Yes, why well, using battlefield? So yeah, basically yep. it's 150 pound. If you were going battlefield hobby, it's 150 quid. And why
1: Here's wouldn't
2: you? Yeah, yeah. Here's
0: what you could get for it. What, what would you get for 100 points? Who wants to go first?
1: Not yet.
2: Uh... Well, I've got my. I just pull my list up, so I'll, I'll go first, right. I guess. Right. So, well,
1: volunteeredly.
2: I'm trying to look at this as being not only as something cheap, hundred pound limit, but also user friendly in terms of painting it and playing it, being a fairly forgiving army. So I went for Churchill's as a basis because they use at the points very quickly, which is good for, um, obviously, cost. Economy. Mm -hmm. Um, Peyton Brit infantry, as we all know, is relatively straightforward until you start trying to do Mickey Mouse ears and everything, (laughs) ahistorically. And, yeah, and also I say a Churchill being a big lump of armour is fairly forgiven up until you run to a pack
1: front, which yeah.
2: Unfortunately, if you're playing some of these pickle and noobs with a pack front, and that's a bigger problem to face with.
1: Yeah, you might you might want to look at who you're playing there.
2: But uh, yeah, so I've got a shopping list of three boxes of Churchills, which comes in at £48.60 in total. Okay. One okay. box of M10s, I um, think at you know, £21.60. A box of 25 pounders at £18. One box of Stuarts at £21.60. A rifle company, which is quite annoying, because I didn't need a platoon out of it, and they don't do. I was trying to see if they, if, if they still have one of the metal platoons in the back stock, and they don't. Yeah, I, I found I that, that
1: as well. There's no way to get a single platoon.
2: No. Yeah. So that's yeah. twenty-seven pound. 20, I could say it's only twenty-seven pound. it's not like a huge expense, <laughs> but compared to there's a, a eleven pound. No, it used to be about eleven pound sixty for a box of so.
1: Well, it's annoying. It's annoying if you only want one. Right, it's not annoying because you get two in a command, but it is only not yeah. annoying if you only want one. And that's but
2: it, does give you the basis for a new army later, which obviously it, it know does. What happens. <laughs> it
1: gives you options
2: a, a box of British command cards. Um, you want to... oh, bloody hell, the...
1: you did the command cards and everything as well.
2: Yeah, like I said, going into shop and actually putting the money down wow. So that gives you, that gives you six pounds left over because it came to 144 pounds. So you have yeah, to try and beg a rule book off of some established player, but hey. Most players oh, well, in well, have so many of those A5 rule books.
0: Yeah, you know. Rule.
2: Starter. <laughs> I know we, can <laughs> let, we can allow the
0: book to be assumed that you've got a rule book. Mm-hmm. Wow. So What
2: did you do with that? I don't need an army book because all of those being legit Battlefront purchases come with a unit card. Yep. One person was going to say, I'll buy a plastic soldier company £25. I thought, well, if you do that, you haven't got the unit card then. Yeah. So, yep. so it's like, a if you're um, an experienced player and you've got a book, but we'll see a new beats and so no, they'll stick to Battlefront. As well. And actually,
1: are they any cheaper now? Uh, I
2: think they about, are. uh, no, actually, if, eight, if, you say, if twenty-five pounds are eighteen from Hammy, I guess about the PS ones were probably only about seventeen pounds. So,
1: yeah, I I don't recall them being like drop dead tons cheaper.
2: Not no, it was like the old ones.
1: Definitely. Oh yeah, when it's the male ones, definitely. Yeah, but well,
0: I went, yeah. I went... toes as well, but you don't need those anymore. Toes.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, the back, the PSC Oh, Prime one. Movers,
1: right, gotcha. Yeah, yeah.
2: when, when that was a Kickstarter, I went very heavy on that Kickstarter. And then <laughs> oh, there was an, an issue. Fine? That's not like you at all, Lee. No, that's
1: very have, out of character. I have
2: no weird fluctuation with 25 pounds, yeah. But then it got worse because they sent me the wrong tw- the wrong 25 pounds because it had different tow vehicles in. And so, rather than make me send them back, they just sent me a whole bunch of more boxes. So I almost <laughs> twice as oh many twenty-five pounders, oh, oh. even though I thought this is more twenty-five pounders I ever get physically. It was use. good like that.
1: Yeah, and then what did you do? Thought I know what I can do with these.
2: <laughs> well, then I promptly never did anything with them. they all the boxes. Oh, really? and got... Well, because when version four came out, artillery kind of plummeted in its value. Oh, and that's and like... true. But I will get. I... I do them, I... they will be used? I'm going like, to say to get around to. Them. Israelis. Exactly, one of them's going to be Israelis. Um, yeah so I've got HQ of two Churchill CS tanks I wanted to have um, the free tank ones I had the two CS tanks at the back and I had the HQ as a 6 pound one with the other guys yep. but I didn't quite have enough points I went for the two CS tanks the bases I can still roll up if I need to and I've got that brutal from the 95mm or I can sit back and put down a smoke barrage and then follow the rest of the guys in I, I don't think
1: the, the CS is a bad option
2: No, I wish I'd like to say it was a CS plus another tank, which is an option. But hey, if you play a bigger game, I think there is one Churchill left over. So you can paint this up as that. And if you play a bigger game, you better do that. Um, I then got a platoon of two Churchill 75s and one Churchill Churchill six pounder. Um, That again, so that's basically two platoons of Churchills. I went for the combination, because like I say, extra anti-tank on the six pounder is quite useful. I think it's worth having it there along with the two five rather than having three Fives without tank mm-hmm. 10, having that tank 11 It is only firepower 4 with a slightly shorter range. It's very handy there for like, you know, surprising tigers, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I went for four Stuarts, give, give a spearhead unit and also short the formation. Because that now means I've got four units in the formation including the HQ. Of course it does, yeah, because they count as the information. Yep. Yeah. Again, yeah, something I, something I, mean,
1: Brits. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah I, I looked briefly at going for a Crus- the Crusader AA on a similar basis, but again, the points just didn't quite work out, and I was like, it would put me over budget as well. Um, yeah, so I got four twenty-five pounders because why haven't you got twenty-five pounds in the British list? I then got four M10 something pounders, give myself an anti-tank punch at range, and then of course because it's infantry tanks, I got some infantry with the rifle platoon, which is why I get annoyed because. I need one platoon out of box, out of company box. Uh... Yeah, I right, say so if they had the old Commonwealth troops on there or the old Desert Rat infantry on there, it would be really handy.
1: But yeah, I don't, I don't know what the reasoning for that is because it's only got. So because they only come in threes, aren't they? That's the maximum size you can have for a British.
2: Yeah, I, I suspect it's trying to break the. Cause obviously, they're, they're hard plastic sprues. so try to break it down to give a platoon. It's kind of hard. It's easy just to throw five box. Spice sprues and call up a company, and yes, yeah, so that comes to a hundred. Po- that comes to ninety-seven points, and so these last three points, I took a command card of six guard army, which gives them unflapp- unflappable. So they have um, a last stand of three plus. Oh, nice.
1: So it helps.
2: It helps primidians? keep those. Yeah, cause the great idea is yeah. Cause it helps keep those guys around basically, so they're not going to break that small, relatively small formation or relatively small platoons. And that makes it a bit more forgiving for a
1: new player if he's
2: taking casualties. Having yeah, that so one lone tank stick around would be a big
1: difference. That's a bit vicious, actually. Mm-hmm. Being, yeah, essentially fearless.
2: Yeah, and of course got remount three plus anyway. The um, pre counter attack on three plus because they're British. So yeah, it's like a fearless by the back, by the back door. Me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my that's
1: my list for newbie. So, why why did you go for the church? Just because you think that they're a good a good forgiving tank to learn? with. Yeah. they're going to do everything, I suppose, don't they?
2: They are. They 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 to take they go take hits from anything, up to including a you know a a um, pack forty fairly reliably. They're they're you know they're brilliant assault tanks. You know, they got right mean it's got a panzerfaust to shoot at you. Maybe a panzer Shrek. but you if you put them all machine gun fire, you got. Yeah, it should be a fairly good assault. And yeah, and also it's just one of those characteristic British tanks rather than just being Lenny Shermans.
1: Yeah, I would I immediately looked when I was doing um, my list was um, Cromwell's and Churchill's because they are, yeah, they're, they're British tanks.
2: I started doing that list thinking, oh, it's, go, it's going to go bust on the budget. And all, but um, like I say, because of the plastics, actually, oh, I'm, I'm six quid under. I wasn't expecting that.
1: Yeah, that's, actually, that's definitely a factor. Definitely
2: a factor now. It's a surprise how far 150 quid goes these days. I mean, I'm used to Churchill's being 13 quid a tank, so it's like, you know, suddenly some... Yeah. It's definitely um, a good time to be starting an army
0: these days. Well, I went the opposite direction and thought there's nothing more, uh, obviously, having an American fiance, there's nothing more British than a firefly. Yeah, most. So, that's valid. That's valid. Best of British, slam it into a, a, a Sherman off you go um,
2: <laughs> put it sideways put it in sideways
1: yeah
0: yeah so uh i went for a sherman armoured squadron cool um and looking on the battlefield <gasps> uh hobby site they've still got the british armoured battle group army deal which is from the um fortress europe fortress europe set and it's actually still on the flames of war website as well so it's not an old stock product okay still enough of them around um but that was 70 pounds normally so for Batford hobbies at 63 quid to that i added a sherman armor troop because i needed yeah. some more shermans yeah you get £17. only get one troop in their box set don't you yeah correct i'll go through what's in a minute um and then because it's a fortress europe set you have to buy the unit cards for ten pounds eighty. Uh, so my actual whole army comes in at one hundred and three pounds and seventy five. Oh that's, that's that delivered. That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, that's without crazy. the shipping, if you collected it in store, it'd only be hundred pounds and eighty pence. Um, <laughs> the reason for that is because in the army, the armored battle group deal, you get five Shermans, four M10 Achilles, three Stuarts. Four twenty-five 25 25-pounders, three uh, recce universal carriers, three Churchills, which can be also made as crocodiles. Yeah, we checked that out, didn't we? I didn't think they could, but yep. yeah, and, was... and, and, and a motor platoon's worth of infantry, which is the only thing I didn't use in the box. So
1: you've got a motor platoon left over as well? Yeah, because
0: the, the <laughs> hardest thing for me starting off was infantry right so i went for a purely armored force so the sherman squadron has two sherman 75 mils in the hq you've got the first troop which has three normal shermans with a firefly you've then got three wrecking stuarts and then you've got another armored troop of two shermans and a firefly so that gives you a core of four platoons they're not the most hardest in the world however hopefully you'll be doing mostly a fighting with the support and you'll be able to keep these guys alive and kind of be a bit more sensible with them rather than just running forward. Um, yes. cause the support choices are three crocodiles, <laughs> uh, yep. four 25 pounders, four M tens, the four universal carriers. Uh, and then because I hate having models that I don't use, I so said, I know I'm not using the infantry in this list, but you know, um, that only uses nine of the 10 Shermans that you'll have. So I, I spent my last point to make a Sherman AP. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: and that gives you 100 points on the nose. Excellent. Um,
1: wow.
0: You know, and as long as you're not stupid with the Shermans, uh, you know, you, you've got crocodiles rumbling up the field. You've got a bit of artillery going on. So you figure out how that works. You've got some, well, you've got four, five, six, 17 pounders on the board.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You've got some universal carriers with their nifty MGs.
1: All the MGs, yeah, the laden MPs with them,
2: and Pits as well as an option.
0: Yeah, if you wanted to add more points in there. Um, plus, you can swap out your infantry as when you get them painted, if it takes you a little bit longer. How how many um,
1: units are in formation there, Fez? Uh Four. Okay, so it's it, yeah, you got to be a little bit careful, but
0: got to be a little bit careful. That's what I'm saying. You, you know, but then a part of me as well thinks that the Brits are actually quite a good thing to learn on because I learned on the, if you just drive them forward and get them killed, you soon realize that your big scary tank isn't as big and scary as you think it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You learn the cautiousness that comes with, Oh, actually if I hide in this, you know, if I'm a bit more clever about limiting my shots, then you start to learn how to use the mechanics to your advantage. And sometimes you may not want to fire. Sometimes you just want to might sit there and, you know, Suboptimal, not get baited out, and instead use your M10s to obliterate that platoon of Panzer IVs.
2: Yeah,
1: because they I mean, absolutely will.
2: You'll learn pretty quickly not to, not to assault the German crack infantry with Panzer Shreks and Panzer so Fowls. Sure. Yeah, no, you just drive them and flame them. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Laughing <laughs> maniacally. So yeah, it gives you a bit of everything, and you know, if you don't like an element of it, you've got fifty quid of your budget left over to.
1: Put something else in. I, still, I can't believe you got a hundred-point army for a hundred pounds. I know it's really good, mate. <laughs> that that that's, that's still, I still find that just that's amazing.
0: The, the, the twenty-one points worth of crocodiles helps a lot.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. But still, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know many game systems whether you buying is a hundred quid.
2: Yeah, and actually get and get a, a fairly effective army. It's not. I mean, that's not a bad yeah. list at all. No, yeah. no. I mean, maybe you wouldn't necessarily win tournaments with it, but for going down a, a club game and as we play, that's oh, yeah, perfectly good.
1: Yeah, and it's a hell of a starter. There's yeah. a lot of ways you can take that army once you've got it, just adding a few bits and pieces in, because like yeah, said, I said, you've got, you know, leftover stuff even.
2: I bet once you learn it, you won't come bottom of the tournament either. No.
1: No. 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 That's really interesting. Okay. That's it. No. I am, I'm amazed at how, uh, you know, cost effective that is. I suppose it's that Fortress Europe box, you know, you get a ton of stuff in there, right?
0: Yeah, you do. Um, the this, the current British one is pretty good as well. Um, but that comes, that's more, like you say, ske- skewed around the
2: British tanks. Yeah. I did I did come up with a list using that box. If, it were, if it, We might go right
1: in a minute. Oh, um, the British um, starter box for later. Like d one. I thought, yeah, yeah, I thought I'd have
0: a look at it. Actually, actually oh, oh, I didn't realise that. Okay, so the current, the, the, the Desert Rats one, you've got one, two, three, four, you've got five Cromwells,
2: mm-hmm. two, two Germans okay. for the Fireflies. Yep. You only get two M10s. That's, that was one of the issues, yeah, but I, I got round that, so I'll get on to one.
0: But you do get four Stuarts. Yes. Yeah. That's a pretty good starter. Plus the infantry,
2: and... plus the recce, 25-pounders. Yeah, you get, you get paraplatoon, it's a bit annoying, but yeah.
1: Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, you do, yeah. we we Lee and I discussed this, yeah, you get a parapletoon weirdly for, uh, for some unknown reason.
0: But you do get a copy of the current rulebook, and you get the correct oh, cards with that one. Yep.
1: Yep. So, win <laughs> some, lose some. Yeah. That's, that's bargain-tastic, frankly, I think. Okay,
2: so you want to do yours, Duncan?
1: I can do mine. So I took a slightly different tangent. Again, it's interesting that all three of us took um, slightly different routes to get to the same destination. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I thought, well, i kind of know, known for playing infantry, so I'm going to create a British infantry list, mainly because the only uh, British armies I've ever owned are the uh, New Zealanders that are currently sat in my garage, which is a, the light... Um, I can't remember what they're called. Was, it was the cavalry, pers- presumed for oh, early desert.
2: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You did cav.
1: Yeah. And then a Churchill. So I did the the Grenadier Guards for Normandy. I, I didn't actually use that list once. I bought it, <laughs> bought it all, painted it, went, that's really nice. It weighs a ton. And then I sold it to uh, Simon Hall, you know, the uh, oh, author of, yeah. Sorry, acc- acclaimed
2: author, Simon Hall, you mean? Correct,
1: yeah. So, uh uh, with, yeah a bit strange but um i never played with it so i thought well actually one of the support units for that was the 51st highland division so then i started looking at the 51st highland division in normandy and, and how how would i create that from the box set mm-hmm. so I, I i went for um yeah 51st highland division so i went for the first black watch watch and uh, an infantry company so my shopping list if i do that first was so i went for um the 17 pounder um, toad guns mm-hmm. box set which was £21.60 um, I got two of the universal carrier patrols wow. so yeah, two universal carrier patrols <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll tell thee for why when I come around to it but I was trying to get away with one of them and it's it was hard to um, so that comes to £31.50 but that is a lot of universal carriers yeah. Um then uh the Churchill Armor Troop, uh, which is 1620, so that's the three um the three Churchills. Mm-hmm. Uh four six pounders, which is 18 pounds, um, the rifle company in plastic, which is twenty seven pounds, uh, a Daimler armor car troop, uh, which is ten pound eighty, and then three uh Bofors light AA guns, which is sixteen pound twenty, which oh, came putters. yeah came to £141.30, and then with shipping, it came to £144. So I think you might be able to sneak in the command cards if you wanted to for that, because you need it for the uh, 51st Highland Division. So the Highway Painters, it's a fantastic nickname. Um, (laughs) The way I laid that out was, so I got the rifle, the HQ rifle, sorry, the infantry company with its HQ, which is two SMGs. Then uh, in formation is two rifle platoons at full strength. Um, then a universal carrier platoon with one pier Then two more universal carrier platoons, each with just MGs. And then also in formation are three WASPs. Wow. Yep. And then um, M- the MMG carrier platoon. So four MMG carriers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then the six pounders. I like this a lot. So what I I thought around that was that gives you the the British infantry is not, bizarrely, it's not that um, hardy. It doesn't like getting pinned. Um, But the Highland Division card helps with that because the bagpipes help with the rally. So actually it makes it, you, you only want the two rifle platoons anyway because you want them clustered around your HQ. Um, the carriers give you a ton of maneuverability and they've all got machine guns coming out of the wazoo ideally I'd like a pier on each but I ran out of points but that's certainly something you could jiggle around with mm-hmm. um, and in fact you could probably drop the wasps if you really wanted to to get a pier in each um, and then I, I actually um, I wanted to do the two MMG carrier platoons because I really think they're useful because they're essentially armoured artillery yeah. so um, the four guns are four four points I think or four, so you've got 12 dice of direct fire, and then you've also got a barrage. Admittedly, it only pins, but sometimes that's all you really want it to do.
2: Well, no, don't forget these days it's got a firepower. Oh, it has
1: got a six. Sorry, yeah. Has I took out one
2: of your teams on some of
1: my para MGs, didn't you, I? You did, because you get the repeat bombardment with it still as well. So I thought that's a nice little unit. And ideally, I think you actually, when you add up all the carriers, you're left with two carriers left. So you could either convert one into a, an OP. Uh, if yep. you wanted to, further down the, ro- the road. Or you could put in the second MMG platoon with just two guns in it. Um, and that's another option. It's just another two points. Um, still valid, I think. And then you've also got some basic anti-tank with the um, six-pounders. Mm-hmm. Which, really? you know, not to be sniffed at.
2: I've always been a big nice. fan of the MG carriers, even version 3 and version 4. They, st- they, they stayed as, as good, if not better, because of the way artillery works now.
1: Yeah. so. Um, but- I can't. I see. This is the, when it comes down to the sort of the, the strangeness of points costing. They're, they're the same cost as the four MMGs just on on foot.
2: Which so, is crazy because they're so much better.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think it's the save versus the
2: armor, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. It is, but,
2: is. Because, you know, but the infantry are so much more vulnerable to artillery these days. It sort of negates yeah. that, so logically.
0: Thinking someone in the open. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know,
1: it's. I, I get what you're saying. It is a toss-up. I just think they're really handy because yeah. they they get two. I think it's two dice moving fire as well. So even if you just want to use them scooting around, That's little tankettes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. they can put put a lot of um, machine gun fire down, and I, I quite like the wasps in there. Um, you, you can see, obviously they're a bit of um, what do you call it, a bit of a marmite choice, but I, I like I, them in there.
2: I I, I want to run wasps because in version three. Because you could only move six inches and fire a flamethrower. They were ne- they didn't work at all. Yeah. You don't have that restriction anymore in version four. Plus, you don't have the ammo thing anymore. No. I I rec- I, I could see. My, I want to try get. I want to get some wasps, my dear British army, and see how they work. Because I reckon, they might be one of the sleeper hits these days. They might be quite well, nicely.
1: They're pretty cheap, and they're in formation in the unit. So I thought I'll, I'll throw them in. So that's the so the black watch. That's the black watch platoon. That's also the MG carriers of the first 17th Battalion, the middle 6th Regiment, the Diehards. Yeah. So they're all they're actually in the formation, and then the um, anti tank guns are the part of the 61st Anti Tank Regiment for the Royal Artillery. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also again following the the Normandy. Um, you know, order of battle. Uh, 25 pounders are in there. So the 126th Field Regiment. Um, I think having 25 pounders in there, um, they're always handy. 189 with two dicey still um you know a pounds of four is not gonna like that. Mm-hmm. Um it's, the, it's a decent barrage. Um so they've gone in. And then the Bofers I put in because they actually had them um laid out in the um in that particular unit as well. So they had uh the 40th light AA the Royal, uh, the Regiment of Royal Artillery. So I've put three Bofors in. I, I'm not sure about the Bofors because obviously the Germans don't have. If you if you're doing blue on uh, red on blue, sorry, um, you don't yeah. have anything to really fire. At. But they're, they're
2: great for gunnery checks against recce.
1: They are. Yeah, that's what they're only Twenty-five nice. pounders. Yep, it frees up the rest of your army to do what it likes. Yeah, pretty much. Um, they're what, they're cheap as well.
2: They are. That's what I find with twenty-five pounders. Everyone, everyone turns their nose up at the anti-tank nine in late war. I'm not shooting tanks. They're there for that little two-two-two that's trying to sneak around to the objective and go machine gun me.
1: Exactly
2: getting, that rate of fire two Oh, you pin me. I still get one shot at you with no modifier back. It's, yeah.
1: Well, this, you still can't I'm assault them. On a
2: turntable, yeah.
1: That's exactly it for the both. Is they're on a turntable as well. So even if you get something like uh, a Panzer IV assaulting you, I mean they're eighty-seven with a rate of fire three, and there's there's three of them, so they're going to get nine dice. Uh, on 80, uh, 87. Yeah. um You know, they don't have to do a tremendous amount of work to, to earn their four points back. And if you do, if you are in a competitive environment, you know, there's worse things to sh- try and shoot up uh, aircraft with. Yeah, you know, they decent. force
2: the enemy to, to think about them, and that's always anything in your army. It forces the enemy to at least give some sort of dealing with them is not a bad thing.
1: Yeah, and, and like I said, I think for the, the eighteen points you pay for the twenty-four pounds and the Bofors, it just means that the other. You know, ninety, whatever it is, eighty-two points. Your army is free to do what it likes. Yeah, it doesn't you don't need to sit with an infantry platoon on a on an objective necessarily. Yeah, no, you can go back deadly good use and go chase down the enemy. off fair objective, yeah. Exactly. Um, and then while well, we're talking about chasing off objectives, so I've got the 90 seventy-ninth uh, Armoured Division Churchill Crocodile Platoon. So they're all they're, those three Churchills are gonna be three Churchill Crocs. Um, mm-hmm. and they were actually assigned to the the 51st Highlanders in yep. July and August. Um, and I actually thought about tag teaming them up with the wasps so having just all of the flamethrower in all of the you know, all at once because you can the church is so big and the wasp is so small i'm pretty sure you'd be able to hide them
2: right so playing play pack front first turn i drop smoke second turn yeah. i'm gonna flamethrower everything <laughs> eight, 88 guns and what, exactly
1: yeah. second turn i'm gonna set everything on fire, fire. yeah
2: fire do, do,
1: do. well <laughs> i just think it's, it's you know i i, I I think there's definitely an option there as well. to even go for the second wasp unit. If you're going to do something like that, um, because it, well, it's just so, it's just so terrifying. You, 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 again, it's you're making your opponent make some choices.
2: That's why we so, found out that, um, Duncan had a pyrotechnic, um, childhood. Yeah, exactly.
1: Just like burning ants with a magnifying glass. Um, but I think that's, the, do you, know you know, if
0: you set the board on fire, it doesn't count as a concealment. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. That wheat field you're in. Not anymore. Um, but like you said, you don't really want to necessarily assault stuff always, and I think having that, you know, two flamethrower armed units that are just going to, you know,
2: well, yeah, because like say if you are dealing with somebody who's gone like um, gone full potato and put the two two MG 42s and the Panzer Shrecks and the Panzer Panzerfausts in there, yeah, even with like even with like beach beach bumps, that's still a hell of a thing to try and charge down. So yeah, yeah don't. <laughs> uh,
1: exactly. I'm not going to. I'm just going to sit at four inches and go. Go on then.
2: What's your
1: tank on your checks? 12? Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, how sad. Oh, you can shoot that wasp if you really want. Oh. <laughs> yeah. shoot oh, now you've
2: totally it yes.
0: Burn!
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the last thing that rounds it out is the second Derbyshire Yeomanry uh, Royal Armour Cars. So that's the Daimler Armour Car Troop. But that's only... So you've also got a spare dingo if you want to put it in because it's only two, dingos, uh, sorry, two Daimlers and a dingo in there for two points because that gives you another spearhead. So you have got a ton of spearheads to try and deliver that uh, flamethrower up the board as well.
2: Oh, good. That's <laughs> yeah. a brutal list.
1: And it's all historical.
2: I I, I appreciate the fact you're actually doing all the unit names. That you're doing. I I always I always enjoy that level of detail in an army creation.
1: Well, I just think it's so it's always interesting to look at a unit and then and then see how you can make it good or make it playable. Good's not yeah. the right word, but make it playable in the army table and I think it all just adds the it adds to the immersion of things. It always makes me feel better when I know that that's not just, you know, the an MG carrier platoon. That's actually the, you know, the the middle six regiment, the diehards.
2: Yeah. I know the, what you mean when my, my British armour gets ripped apart, so I can go oh, at least on Operation Operation Goodwood, I know he lost sixty tanks a day, so I, exactly. I, I'm sick of historical accuracy. Woo. <laughs> it just
1: it just, I think it just adds another level of flavour to um to a list. And and the fact it's also you know very playable, I think it's no bad thing. Um, yeah. the only thing that scares me slightly with this list looking at it is that the 17 is your main anti tank and they're not mobile, you know, they yeah, are that's, very static. That's a,
2: that's a different choice because a
1: lot of people you know, I haven't
2: really seen.
1: Uh... Oh, I think everyone, I think the, the, the choice is to go um self propelled, yeah, but I couldn't find any um precedent to say that they actually had any, so um, but they did have 17 pounders in their anti tank um unit in the 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 61st Anti-Tank Regiment had both 6-pounders um, and 17-pounders tow guns. Yeah. Um, what I did find weird, and I hadn't thought about this previously, and you might have to correct me um, if I am wrong, but the 6-pounders for 4 guns are 10 points. Mm-hmm. The 17-pounders are 12 points.
2: Is that sort a gap?
1: Yeah. That, I, thought so, I, I, thought didn't... Was, I thought they were like a 4-point gap. Maybe I'm... Um, okay. So oh, that really surprised me. I was like, well, that's pretty... I know that one's information and one's not, and I know one's a large gun and one's not, and all that kind so of stuff.
0: Can the They can't ambush within 16, can they? Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. I'm not really sure that's <laughs>
0: well, that's a massive problem. for them. There is a point...
1: In no, I know.
0: ...where you've, if you push up hard enough with your Eki, your guy's guns end up not being able to go anywhere.
1: Uh, that's true. I... I think that that, that's a legitimate problem. I was actually trying to actually mitigate that to an extent by trying to get um, a typhoon in because I thought if I had the the static 17 pounders and then some way of just dropping templates on um, tigers, you know, fishing for ones, admittedly, but um, that's still, you know, a tactic Mm -hmm. um, that might mitigate some of that, but I couldn't quite do it or you could, but you'd have to make other decisions about other stuff in there. Um, but yeah, I, I was just surprised that um, there was only you know two points difference between eighty ten 10 or 11, I think it is, an 80 14. Sure. So, would you
2: with this list, would you go defense or do you go attack or maneuver?
1: Well, I always think it's scary when people with infantry armies just jump at you, yeah. So, I, I would probably. I would probably go maneuver, I would guess because the the other thing you've got to be careful of is that you've got a lot of reserves yeah. but um but you can make that up by putting tons of the universal carriers into the reserve because mm-hmm. if you are you know adopting a more defensive posture, you don't necessarily need that spearhead um they're quite handy coming on yeah
2: um
1: so you've got how many how many units are actually in that there are fifteen units. So, if I've, yeah, if I have to put 40% of my points into reserve, <laughs> it's a lot of points. I mean, to be honest, it's probably going to be the Churchills are going to have to go in there because yeah. they're 21. Um, and then it, it would depend on who, what I'm facing, um, in all honesty.
2: But, uh, I actually think the 40%, like the 40%, same thing. I'm actually quite curious how my list
1: looks. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm the fo- a bit worried about. It be the you know this list for a new player,
1: it's yeah a lot of
0: infantry paint
1: it is a lot of infantry to paint um it's not it's it's a chunk, it's not tons, it's not Soviet Army list, and actually there's a lot of armor carriers in there true um the the biggest things you've got are that you've got the three or four no one one, two three four gun platoons. so you've got the seventeen pounders, the ten pounders the twenty five pounders, and the Bofors. yeah, and guns aren't aren't quick because they're infantry, and then, you know, you have got the gun itself to paint. So they yeah, can be a little...
0: It's more actually using them on the board. Uh,
1: this is, yeah, you it, it will yeah. take some getting used to, for sure. I mean, um, I think that it, you could get really bogged down into just sitting there and, and taking it on the chin. And I'm not sure this list is, is designed to to do that. Um, and that's going to be, you know, there's going to be quite a learning curve there. I think that... It gives you some good foundations, though, if you do want to do um, an, an armed, uh, Sorry, uh, an infantry force of of any flavour. Yeah. But um, you know, you, you're definitely right. It's not. There's a lot more to paint to get something on the table. Hmm. But I do think as well, British to me are always one of these things that that scream infantry. You know, yeah, the, yeah. the the iconic Tommy um, forces. Yeah. I I think um, you know it fits that flavour. But yeah, I appreciate it. it's probably not as um, as straightforward as as you painting you know a load of Shermans or even um, even Croc- uh, Churchill sorry
0: no it, but I think it's one of those things where you've got to realise that if you put the effort in you'll be totally rewarded it's going to look absolutely amazing
2: oh definitely especially yeah, like with the sort, of, sort of flashes and that kind of thing
1: well I was trying to um, work in there as well those the bases that Battlefront do, you know, the plastic rural ones. Yes. Nice. I, got some, nice I, thought, one. I thought they would be quite nice on there. They're not, again, not cheap and you are kind of just, um, you're replacing something you've already got with something else, but they're, they are nice and I've used them before and they, they, there's quite a lot of variety on there. And I thought that would look quite nice with, um, you're cheap, you know, marching across the open fields of, yeah. of Normandy. Cool.
2: Dead counter
1: base. Yeah. Dead counter base, a bit of a wheel, a lot of fences odd
2: tree <laughs> nice one boys Yes, yeah, that's some good lists there I like those
1: I think we might have to actually downgrade the limit because I found that that was the same thing I, I threw a load of stuff into a basket and went oh
2: oh yes yeah. I, I, I don't know 150 quid to me it seems like a good beginner's chunk of money to you no, know, they're not like like you were saying there's not many games we could we could go into a store 150 quid and walk away with a viable army you could then you know but meets a, you,
1: know, you couldn't do it with a games Workshop game, could you? <laughs> no, not at all. I mean that's that's what I found is like that's why I ended up with the, the additional carriers in the in, in all honesty, because they come in nines. The first okay. list I had, had um just three platoon, three of the troops, sorry, um are they troops or platoons? I can't remember. Um of carriers. Uh, and then it's weird because the machine gun carriers are, are obviously fours. Yeah. So everything yeah. else is a three and then it's a four and then you've got a box of nine. So trying to work out how to, to get there is, is strange. But um, yeah, I had I, that my first run through only had one box and I thought, well, actually, they were a lot cheaper than I thought they were going to be. I mean, they're less than, you know, two quid per carrier, which is... Yeah.
2: That, that like, carrier box is seriously yes. a I mean, yeah. I think it helped because um, PSC beat into to a the punch. They had to compete with that yes. this content. And that kind of yeah. really
1: helped... Well, that's it. You can you can make all of the carrier options from that one box, can't you? They, they get the machine gun carrier, the um, the the basic universal carrier, the wasp. Everything's in there. I think the only thing that you haven't got, if you want to include it, is the fifty cows.
2: Right. If you want to put but, fifty
1: hey, cows on, yeah.
2: Go to another plane, get 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 a spare fifty cows. And yeah. Use Sherman's now.
1: Yeah. Exactly. It's not exactly a terrible thing, but yeah, I mean,
2: 50- Treks, Maybe a box of fifty cows on right.
1: Yeah, for, fifth, for like just shy of sixteen quid, you get nine carriers. I mean, <laughs> I just was like, yeah, this this makes sense. And is uh, again, it, it was one of those sort of um, iconic British things. Little carriers running around all over the place, just being an absolute pain in the arse.
0: Paint what you've got, Ed. Paint <laughs> what you've got, Ed. <laughs> Paint. Yeah,
1: yeah. No. And this is. I don't think this is an Eddie army. It's not an Eddie army.
0: That one isn't. No, but I, you know, just sitting there going, oh, well, yeah, I've got that. Why? Motor company, that'd be pretty cool with some ke- No, no, stop it, stop
2: <laughs> it. So I'm looking up now, and I'm just looking at my 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 pile of shame. I've got, oh, got a box of ch- PSC six pounders, oh, got okay. some Churchills there, got 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 a box of bat- metal battlefront um rifle, late war rifles. Nice. Well,
1: I would I would be really interested to see. And this is the, in all honesty, you know, everyone's talking about the pack front problem and all this kind of stuff. Okay. And just yeah, just someone running uh, up to it with two two wasps. To uh you know the crocodiles as well uh, under a smoke screen because you can also get information for the infantry company um the mortars, the three inch mortars, and you can get six of them in. Um I originally had those in, in my list, but um I dropped them because they, they're nine points for six. Right. Um it's just a little bit pricey. Um but again you can get some some mortars for some more smoke action. So you can actually, you know, almost have a an overwhelming smoke screen. Um scat, spearhead up and then yeah, just tootle up and then go, huh. Hit you on threes, do I? Huh. So, there you are, readers.
2: If you want to put our food to a test and go about these and see if it works, let us know. It's uh,
1: always yeah. happy to hear some Cook feedback. On... Cook them on gas.
0: <laughs> Should we go to officer answers then? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, from our book of faces, Mike Everest asks Doing a lot of work with terrain for desert at the moment with the big in capitals table
1: in yeah, 15 millimeters.
0: <laughs> I know, I'm excited. In 15mm, what kind of cool features make for memorable boards? Have you got any boards you've played on that you remember fo- fondly?
1: Remember fondling? Fondly. How oh, fondly. <laughs> I've
0: got my hay This just played out. Okay.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll tell you one that I, I played on, which was at one of Lee's events, which was the airfield. That was pretty cool. Is it airfield? Yet? Yeah. Yeah. Desert Airfield was ace, um, with some Stukas on there. Or was it Stukas, I think, on the runway? Was it BF? Yeah. Yeah. It was was Stukas,
2: yeah. It it was diecast 100 Stukas. I got
1: um, Simon Oakley and lent me for the event. Yep. So you'd think that would be really open, uh, but it wasn't, because there was lots of, like, bits around. Scattered terrain, yeah. I had, like, a
2: fuel dump, an ammo dump, a little tent um, village that, like, so one of the things me and Mike have been fine, because i have seen Mike's working on this from a twenty eight minute perspective, he was asking, I'm trying to do a desert board, but um desert airfield, but I can't do they have hangers in that guy's. Well not really, because they're keeping up all the troops. All they really have they're living out of trucks basically. Um you see how know, so like a command truck acts as a command as a as a control tower. You'd have maybe some like bulldozed sand um, embankments make little dispersal areas. But for the most part, yeah, it's just like piles of jerry cans, aircraft and a few tents around with the guys living in.
1: That's so was it really like Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade?
2: <laughs> that weird tank.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah that, no, I think that weird um, aircraft.
2: Oh yeah, the uh, thing maybe like a horton, like a horton or something like
1: that, isn't oh, it? Oh not last crusade, was it was it? Sorry, it was uh And Radio
2: Silas Dark, I yeah, know I know too much.
1: But um, yeah, that with that had, like a fuel Bowser and, and stuff knocking around and I yeah. think everything was tents around it. That would look quite cool still but like even just tents they're just they sort of block yeah. people's movement don't they
2: i mean yeah and that's why I, I, I didn't count them as bulletproof cover, but i didn't count them as like being short ter- well not short terrain because it's version three but you know what i mean it was like you know it was concealment and it was um terrain in the difficult terrain say, uh, slow down and get around all these tents and, everything.
1: and I, I i do also like the stuff that you got down at Dice. The, um we we played on it quite a bit the um stuff where you got the uh quite steep-sided um, dune, embankments, like yeah. embankments and things, but then with clear passage through them. Yeah. So you don't have to. You know, there is a way through. It's not completely obstructive. I think that's yeah. quite. That was quite unique. I hadn't seen that before, and that that always works well. That was pretty yeah. cool.
0: Chris Evans asks, "What do you perceive to be the most effective version of the M1?" So. Depends which M1 you're talking about. Um the M1 Garand, M1 Carbine, M1 helmet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, assume
2: it's Team Yankee. <laughs> I'm assuming it's Team Yankee, yeah. Cost effective uh, version. So I'm gonna be covering this in an article which might not be up by the time I actually get this in out. Can I look at it and I was just trying I, I was trying to answer that question because there's a big points jump between the IPM one and even the basic M1A1, yeah, which obviously um, accounts for the cost of the extra, you know, extra for that one millimeter gun. And my opinion is, I think the IPM one is is I think I say this in a previous podcast when we talked about this, is the IPM one sits in that sweet spot of um, performance and cost.
1: Yeah, because you were you were Eddie was asking that, weren't you, for the ones you'd built?
2: Yeah, but it's not an M1A1 though, is it? Well, I don't say there's a corners factor here. I'm not dismissing <laughs> the corners factor, but in terms of raw, you know, raw effectiveness, I think the IPM1 has got that armour. Yeah. Yes, the, yes, the twenty, uh, the one oh five lacks a bit of punch. But you've got the mobility to put that punch where it needs to be. And you can get more shots with more holes.
1: Yeah. And if you're the playing
2: Iraqis, snap, the one twenty is a massive overkill anyway. So
1: I was going to say, is it does it lack like punch or is it just that it, it lacks punch in very, very specific circumstances? Like most yeah. of the time it, it's it's enough.
2: I i thing that's not gonna be enough is when you're playing NATO or when the T eighty appears and at that point it's gonna start showing its um, limitations. But if you're if you're all you do is playing red versus blue, most time, one of the time 105 is gonna be more enough. Cool. Yeah.
0: Luke Anthony asks Do you think the non-Soviet Warsaw Pact armies will get any new gear or rules? In the face Mm. of these new American and British books, I don't think Polish or East German forces are a good match anymore.
2: I'm not quite sure about that. Well, Poles, I I, I think, have always struggled. I think Czechs, Czechs have always done quite nicely. East Germans just about still in the sweet spot, they'll do it. However, we know there's going to be a Warsaw Pact book after the Soviet book. Yes. Um, I suspect, or it's, I'm not really expecting much in the way of new units, but there might be one or two. What I mostly do is like standardise the kit, so everyone gets geckos as an option.
1: I see the, what
2: you mean. Yep. The, Dan- the Danas, cause it's, I think they're um the rocket launchers. Oh, the, you know, I'm sorry, um, rock- the RM70s. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, they got used by everyone. Mostly, Acadia gets used by some of them. Right now, you can't take them in. Either. So I think like I say a lot of that will get standardized so that it sort gets a lot more options. And um you know it'll be the stats that vary basically differentiate them a lot of the time. Plus a few bits of unique kit, like those weird APCs for the um checks and poles and the Yeah. So I think there'll be some. I'm not expecting anything earth shattering, I'm gonna be honest. But I would expect to see like say some standardization the Warsaw packet kit for you know to basically make anything that gets in the russian book yes
1: yeah, that sand- could be incredible.
2: included yeah we'll be there but you've still got the numbers in your you know you've still got the, the sheer weight of tank holes yeah i i know i know a lot of people go away from now to go to iraqis because obviously you're going to start doing really <laughs> with allies but yeah i think this i think you know the, the the warsaw guys do still work i think polish the Polish work, especially the infantry, the BTR infantry, because they um they don't pay a premium. But you get these like crack infantry then. Mm. Um and obviously like I say the Czechs, you know, where cheap T seventy twos and that kind of thing are still in a sweet spot. So yeah, I I, I think just all we always expensive NATO tanks are great, but um they put out so many shots a turn. Yes. Yeah. It can still be negated by a smoke barrage, and you've got plenty of like Daners can drop smoke and stuff like that. So I don't get, I don't get. I no, mean, I, I play East Germans, and I wouldn't get. I'm, I still will play East Germans because I don't think I think they're still viable. I think I just can't go head on anymore. I've got to start thinking about like you know flanking stuff like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> William White asks MLRS thoughts. Since you are re-rolling misses brackets who takes less than three but have a firepower five plus do you take this because with the salvo template you're bound to have a bunch of firepower rolls and we'll make some or do you take this for the two minefields and the fact you're pretty much guaranteed to hit and pin infantry?
1: Yes. The answer is yes. I, yeah five five plus isn't isn't a great firepower. No. But you you should get a fair old chunk of stuff under there.
2: But how things get clustered, you're gonna get a few tanks if you're lucky. maybe you being know, you just bail them, it's gonna slow people down.
1: On well, in infantry, yeah, you should get a, a decent well, chunk, for want of a word.
2: Yeah, you got the limitation of salvo when you try and close up the enemy, it gets in the way. But like say drop that minefield down like uh, in the middle of a bunch of tanks. Well, especially if you've got close?
1: mine plows. Did you should say close in with British.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I go I go aggressive with Brits. It's like...
0: my lads have a minimum range, Lee.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> Carl Gustaf's done.
1: So well, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I. How many points is an MRS battery? Oh, like if you, you get three, they're not they're not that expensive, are
2: they? I've literally got the British book right next to me because I was just looking at the paint guide. Um, <laughs> I was trying to remember how what colour the the, the, the leggings are. MRS, um, it's nine points for three, which obviously counts as six guns. Yep. Twelve points for four, which counts as eight guns. And there's a one point for the battery upgrade for the mines, which, why wouldn't you? Uh, you, can,
1: do, do you Can you take them in a two? Or is three the minimum?
2: There, there's a two, yeah. But like it's Will says, why wouldn't you take three and get that um, six-gun repeat bombardment with rerolls? Yeah. Well, how
1: many points is it? How many points is two? Points. Versus, yeah, how many oh, points so, is two? Um, six, I think. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, two
2: is six, three is nine, four is twelve.
1: I might be tempted by two guns, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Um, I just think that salvo template against Warsaw packed infantry and, and like light vehicles. Yeah, it's just you're gonna make a mess.
2: And anything in the vicinity.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: it's yeah, put the, put a pre-range marker on the actual objective and um, have at it. It's like it's like I mean I'm, I've been hit by hails enough time now. How much that hurts? So yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, William White also asked, What is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow?
1: But he 24 miles an hour. Next. Sadly,
0: doesn't uh, define African or European.
1: It so. doesn't matter if the answer is 24 miles an hour.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Brew asked, <laughs> Stephen is obviously not bored of me butchering his name. Um, <laughs> asked, I've been steadily reducing my pile of shame. What,
1: well, well items,
0: done. Have, what items have been. Yeah, well done, Steve. Good do Thank you, that what you do at you die? Everyone knows this. <laughs> uh he says, What items have been in your piles for ages?
1: Oh wow.
2: Well once again I'll look up to my 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 shelf of shame, which has got <laughs> I, What's
1: what's I... the oldest thing in your collection that you haven't painted?
2: Oh don't say that.
1: No no no, you gotta do it now. It the, are we, are we just the viewer's to the demand.
0: <laughs> second edition yeah. 40,000 box set.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've got some second edition Gretchen and Orcs that I've never been painted. <sighs> what about what about for Flames of War? Plays of War is not terrible. I think I think if I was looking the, on the boxes, I've got stuff like grills and, and um, mobile wagons that I bought for the Germans and never got around to doing. My mm-hmm. very first platoon of Panzer
0: infantry.
1: Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's not painted? No, it's half painted. And how, how many years has that been in in your possession?
0: Uh, I bought that from Hobbycraft.
1: Go oh ahead. my god! When Hobbycraft still stocked it, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, those days,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, well,
1: uh, I'm trying to think what mine is. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So I've got, I have got some. I know well, the, the, the probably the funniest thing is I've got a load of uh, Australian heads you know, with the bush hats that I got from Peter Pig to do for the uh, New Zealand Cavalry Division that I looked at and went, I'm not swapping heads on 15mm models. What was (laughs) I thinking? So they're they're still stuck in the box. But um, probably... Hmm, That's a very good question now. Flames of war. I've got some some embarrassingly half-painted Dianas and uh, 7.62 anti-tank guns. So that's from when they came out. They're, they're half painted and just never got any further, which is probably something I should address.
0: I, I would admit that I did finish some epic Space Marines that I've had since 1996 last week. Jeez. Oh, that felt pretty good to finally actually get them painted.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, it's strange actually because a lot of the stuff that, that... I don't know if it's just because um, Flames of War stuff, I tend, yeah, I tend to paint up faster. But I'm trying to think, I've got, there's plenty out there, but I'm trying to think, nothing's like decades old. Super old, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's an interesting question. I might have to look at that and see, <laughs> see what we've actually got lurking away. Brent Devos
0: asks, What are your thoughts on how the Firestorm Gazada campaign went and do you have other complaints in the works? Uh, Market but, Garden has been mentioned a couple of times now.
1: Yes, been. that was Mark's um Mark's baby, wasn't it? It that seemed to go pretty people. well.
0: Yeah. I'm just jealous of people being able to play games.
1: Yeah, unfortunately
2: we like larger to sit it out because we haven't got any way to play it at the moment. But um
1: it to everyone seemed to be getting quite involved. There was there was quite a lot of stuff coming in. Um yeah. it looks like some good, good games were, were played generally. I I
2: can get behind doing the market guy one, that's for sure. Definitely up for that. Oh yeah, um, but...
1: god, with your paras.
2: Oh, all gems, all pretty gems as well.
1: I'm going to drive my. uh... Oh, God, your armored trucks. trucks. Yeah, my armored trucks.
2: What's the guy's (laughs) name?
1: Oh, God, I've forgotten. Gruber, Hans Gruber.
2: Grabner, wasn't it? Grabner.
1: Yeah, Grabner.
0: Yeah, Grabner's little armored cars going across that bridge.
1: Again, yeah, pieted.
0: Pieted, yeah. uh, Corey S. Lanes asks, played my first game of NARM such an awesome game what are your guys favourite NARM lists and preferred oh. point level slash table size for NAM? also any funny stories involving a local resistance team that you may have would be appreciated can I re- can I change my thing to what is my reducing my part of shame of
1: <laughs> yeah sure
0: I change it to a, a local forces company and a US airborne and uh black horse company
1: how long have you had them
0: uh, the airborne I've had since Nam first came out as the War Games Illustrated thing. War Games Illustrated.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> That's
0: so, a while. Yeah, I haven't played NARM have you, have you actually played Nam? I have I'm
2: not. I've played it once. Um, oh. Simon, I, Simon bought down all this because Simon has everything for it, yeah. which is handy. And so he bought, he bought down like, um, his American Black Horse and, their, um, uh, like not VC, the actual NBA itself. And we had a cool game of that. I was using the NBA um, to do, like, gorilla things. I, I, I remember popping up behind a M48 and firing an RPG into it and it did nothing because I missed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it looked cool. Uh, I told you... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um. That's, that's What's, much, th- it, sorry. What's, What's that's your favourite list? Oh, man. I always want to do the, the helicopter, guys. Now, that's always been the list I want to do. It's just, like... I'm resigned to the fact that I need to do VC, otherwise no one's going to do VC. That's problem. When the air should say. Talk,
0: talking about Narbon RPGs, there was a guy at Tankfest a couple of years ago telling the story about they had a bridge layer and uh, they, they were at this fire base and they had all these vehicles that were sitting there and they were literally just, they weren't never going out, they weren't leaving the compound, they were just being driven around to kind of keep them going. Mm-hmm. And they came under contact and the artillery spotter was like, I need to see, I need to see. So he got the bridge layer I think it was these Aussies. He got the bridge layer to put the bridge vertically upwards, huh. and then he thought, "Oh, you know, I'll, I'll climb up the rungs in between and basically do it like a big vertical ladder." Yeah. So he got he got to the top. And he's got his binoculars out, and everyone's going, Are you sure you want to do this?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's fine. You know, I can see. Oh, this guys over there." And he starts shouting down coordinates, and then all of a sudden, there's a massive whoosh noise, and an RPG sails out of the bush. And goes straight under underneath his legs, but thankfully goes through the gap. And at that point, the, the, uh, the artillery spotter rapidly came down to the ground.
1: Yeah. Enthusiasm
0: disappeared, disappeared. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's, but the, the commentator was saying, you know, you know, hats off for being courageous and thinking outside the box. But what do you think the poor uh, the poor Vietnamese guy thought when he saw this massive thing being erected? Like, yeah.
1: like. Uh... <laughs> Hold, wait there <laughs> still just coming up one sec hold on
2: that, that's literally the boss of a barn and you just you somehow missed it kind of thing yeah you went oh. straight through the middle of it <laughs> jeez
1: so. I, I always thought the riverine stuff would be cool having seen the, like Apocalypse Now and stuff having
0: especially versus just... BMPs in, in the sewers yeah.
1: PT, PT 76s um... <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that was quite, quite cool because it's just something different mm-hmm. um but I think the Australians are quite cool as well. The Centurions in there. Yeah. You right. know, Centurions in the jungle.
2: Oh, yes. The Chef, now i seen some 28 Mia Rubicon, 20 Centurions.
1: <laughs> you, you were very excited about that one.
2: You weren't. <laughs> I saw all the stuff like, like comets, T 55s. It's That's like, oh kids. my God. I know I needed all this, but now I need all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Part of shame, it doesn't look too
0: bad at the moment. I mean, just add some bits in there. I can make some room in there.
1: Yeah, or in, the, in the storage unit. The
0: storage, yeah. Which one? I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. No,
1: no. uh, yeah. It's tasty listening, yeah. <laughs> you mean the small, smaller, uh, tiny little storage unit, right? Not right. Yeah, not it's, like... it's a
0: teeny weeny half a garage your...
1: Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Oh. It's a cool looking game, though. I think I'd, I'd quite like to have a go at it once you get stuff done. Um, It's got some interesting little rules in there and stuff, hasn't it? Yeah.
0: The models are really good as well. The the local forces company are put together with really nice, characterful stuff. So,
1: the the project that should never have been. Yeah. Ah,
0: well, I think Is that it? I think that's it, boys. That's the end of the list. Better get, a Dyson. Better get a dice. Get
1: a dice. we got parents. one that we haven't used? I think I got one left. Oh no! Oh, Adam! Hurry I think up! It's
2: their, um. I'm trying to remember. Actually, we've done this before. Twenty-first Panzer Dice. Oh. I don't think we've done Twenty-first Panzer. Really? Correct. Some, some one of our guys has now going to come on here said so they actually used it back in episode. Uh, I think you'll find.
1: It? Oh, if someone does, that'd be awesome. I think our <laughs> I'd
2: I'd always appreciate it when someone actually, one of our listeners actually
1: cared that much to. Yeah,
2: cared spe- that much spe-
0: much. Spe- <laughs> take time out their lives to actually.
1: Yeah. Them. I think you'll find.
2: What lies are wargamers? Come on. Yeah.
1: Oh. oh. Shots fired.
2: <laughs> I'm a war gamer too. Uh, that's a self. That's a cell phone. Come yeah, on. Self, yeah, self
1: I don't know what to make of that.
2: Okay, so we say twenty-first pants. veteran, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I think it is all university at the moment.
2: Well, I got a one, so it's relevant. Wow. <laughs> I suppose um, I get once a lot doing this segment. It's, I think it's seem to it be going Well,
0: as long as, it, as long as it gets all your ones out in that place and not on the gaming table were you right then
1: really. yeah you won your onesies
0: yeah you onesies. <laughs> the armoured train record podcast you've been listening to with shooting at the plays World podcast from the team at breakthrough assault dot color uk i was brought you by support for battlefield hobbies dice of war and people scalping copies of indominus
1: ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, limited editions harassment <laughs> is it here yet? <laughs> it's just like the annoying road trip kid isn't
0: it it's badly typoed things up on uh, oh, there
1: i i had to uh, oh this is being recorded isn't it i better be careful what i say um
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs>